Welcome to the Drop-In CEO Podcast. I'm Deb Coviello, and as the Drop-In CEO, I drop into businesses and assume the CEO role to enhance the human element and increase the results they achieve. This podcast is about bringing you conversations with expert guests who have achieved their greatest results built on a strong foundation of purpose, values, and elevating people. If you're a business leader, entrepreneur, or even just getting started in business, join us as we build the skills you need to achieve your goals. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Drop-In CEO Podcast. I'm Deb Coviello, your host, and I am grateful you have continued to join me on this journey in 2023. And for me, 2023, and hopefully for you as well, is about new beginnings, revised formats, connecting with humanity, and being part of the Drop-In CEO community. And for this month, January, and I want to set a schedule for you for which you join me on this journey so that you can navigate your career challenges with confidence, we do have a theme for January, and it is about setting and implementing goals. Oh my, (laughs) but don't get scared. This is going to be easy to listen to. It's not going to be like you're back at work, but it is a time for you to reflect on what we might do differently in the coming year so that you achieve peace of mind. Now, we're going to be a little bit different than the traditional goal setting. What three things are you going to do for yourself personally? What are you going to do for the business? What are you going to do for community? We're going to provide you a slightly different framework that is different than what the gurus say. And I will say I am not a guru. I am a guide. I have experience. I've seen others succeed with this framework, and I want to see you succeed, and I'm sharing it with you as well. And what we are going to focus on is not goals, but creating and communicating a strong vision. It's very different and has a different outcome. But before we get to the framework, I always love to share a little bit about myself, and I am also on this journey with you. Again, I am not perfect. I am always evolving and growing. And you, the Drop-In CEO community, are part of that evolution as well. You have spoken to me. You have provided me feedback. You have shared what you like, what you don't like. And I am going to share a bit about that feedback before we get into the framework. And I will go first. Now, you have heard me talk in previous episodes about feedback. And you too can give yourself feedback, but feedback in the context of positive, positivity. What are those things that have worked well? What are those things that maybe you should start doing to improve what is already working well? And what might you change? Change. It may not be bad now, but if you don't change it, it could detract from the strengths that you bring to your community. So what am I going to continue? We'll start with me. I am going to continue to speak to you. I am going to continue to use my voice to connect with you personally, as well as a community. You have spoken loud and clear that when I share my insights with you, as well as the interviews with my guests, that it is soothing, it is disarming, and it helps you assimilate some of the information that I'm sharing with you versus just passing 30 minutes of your time. You get value 
and you love the way I deliver that content. I am also going to continue to connect with you. I am very active on LinkedIn, my website. I reach out to you direct. I want to continue to get real followers, people I have actually spoken to, more collaborators that support the Drop-In CEO brand, as well as I being able to elevate theirs as well and create advocates for the journey that we're on and how we are trying to help C-suite leaders of today and tomorrow navigate their career challenges with confidence, but ultimately to struggle less and spend more time doing the things they love for yourself, for your friends, family, and community. So I will continue to connect with you. And I also invite you to connect with me. I am very, very reachable. And if you stay to the end of this podcast, we will talk about how best to connect with me. Now, feedback, start. (laughs) I'm a busy bee. I do a lot. I put a lot of content out there. I will continue to do the podcast. I am starting to think about another book beyond the CEO's compass. But (laughs) one thing I must start doing is to simplify my life. I create so much content for you because I sincerely care but I need to repurpose content so that I'm not always creating new, but bringing the same content to you in different angles, different ways, different ways to consume it such that it makes an impact with you. But I'm also going to be healing away commitments and things that no longer serve me. Now, I am not against experimenting, putting myself out there, volunteering and helping others, but after a while, it is exhausting. And I have to simplify in order to have the energy that I need to create the work that serves you the best. But the other thing I am also going to do is change. Change is hard. I can say changing the ways I work is hard, but I induce a lot of stress on myself. And I know I talk to all of you about how to simplify your life, how to do the things that are most meaningful to get the best result. But I too, I work, work, work. I figure out that more activity, more outreach, more, more, more will get more results. And contrary to that, it doesn't. And so as an overachiever, and I know most of my community are overachievers, pat yourself on the back for having that drive. Continue to have that drive. But the same thing that got you here is going to detract from getting you there in the future. Your skill, your superpower of being an overachiever is going to inflict stress and will also be your demise. So I am still reflecting (laughs) more to come, but I hope that this gives you an idea of what you should be reflecting on. Give yourself some feedback. What has the universe said to you? What have you said to yourself? And listen, listen deeply. What should you continue? These are your strengths. What should you start doing that might enhance what you're already doing well? And what will you change? Because if you don't, it will be your demise. Now, the next step in the process is think of a theme. What will 2023 be for you? What is the theme? And this is hard, but it takes some time of reflection. Take a walk, exercise, just be still. And think about what have you told yourself in 2022? What have you wished for? What have others told you? That should be your theme for 2023. Now, my 2022 theme was peace of mind. And if you listen to my last episode of 2022, I did achieve peace of mind, but not by the way I had thought, 
but I still was going in a direction that ultimately through minor course corrections got me to peace of mind. And that is the northernmost compass point in my book, The CEO's Compass, Peace of Mind. So the theme for this year that will give me peace of mind is to simplify. Simplify, do less, do more with less. And that is what is going to be my vision. Now, one might say, Deb, that's not a goal. I can't even see what simplify is, but it's a theme. It is a guiding principle that may help you decide on what you should or should not do. Sometimes when we are not grounded in our values, in our guiding principles, what holds us dear that if we violate these principles, we're going to get angry and we are going to get mad. I want you to think about a theme. Simplify is my theme. And the reasons I've shared with you is that I need to in order to continue to serve you. Because if I don't, I'm going to stress myself and I won't have enough energy to do the valuable work. Now, let's talk about this a little bit in terms of a short story that um, I have to thank my sister for this feedback. My sister and I have had an on and off relationship for many, many years. And when we do get together, I'll usually just rattle off a bunch of updates just because it's been a while. And I want to share with her the greatest and best things that have been happening in my life. And she appreciates that and she will do the same. And sometimes she will then also go off and tell stories of what is happening in her life. And sometimes I am a bit impatient. And sometimes I say, can you just get to the point? Where's the story going? And she will oblige and tell me the story. But she provided me the most amazing feedback to me. She sent it in a text, but I am grateful for this communication. She said, I love talking to you and I so sincerely appreciate the updates, but sometimes I just want to connect. Sometimes she just wants to connect and giving updates is not human connection. Having conversation, sharing each other's views, providing empathy and support is human connection. And so that was another signal from the universe that I needed to simplify, not be so busy, not do so many things. I had to simplify my life so that I could connect with my family on a deeper level. And so hopefully that resonates with you as maybe you're thinking a little bit about your 2023. My goals, I will not share with you yet because even as we speak, I am evolving them as well. Goals should not be set quickly. And you can take the entire month of January to decide what those goals are for yourself personally and professionally. But I am here to give you a framework that helps you (laughs) put those goals together. And so this is a time, if you don't have a pen and paper, listen deeply. You remember the most important points of what I'm going to talk about. But if you want, we can always share with you the transcript or the show notes that you can get the elements of what we're trying to share with you. And if you really, really want to connect with me and say, Deb, I love the framework, but I want more. I really want to understand. Reach out to me. And again, at the end of the show, we're going to talk about how best to connect with me. But these are the things you need to start with for goal setting. And it doesn't start with goal setting. Okay, I'll repeat that. Goal setting does not start with goal setting. You have to be in the right frame of mind to be able to have clarity and know what the outcome is that you want from this time versus simply a result. I'll repeat it again. What is the outcome versus a result? This is key to being 
a CEO, a C-suite leader, those that focus just on numerical results are destined to fall off the bandwagon when sometimes they don't get those results and they feel bad because they didn't get that result. They held themselves to such a high standard. Outcomes are different. Outcomes are those things where it's peace of mind. You feel fulfilled. You are grateful for what you have achieved. It's a mindset. It is a feeling. It is being about what you have achieved. Looking over your team and being so proud because of all the accomplishments and the personal development that they've gone through and the new skills they've acquired. You step back and look at them run a meeting and you say, oh, you feel fulfilled. You have peace of mind. You can't put a number or a result on that. Stick with me. You'll eventually get what I'm talking about, but outcomes are completely different than results. Results are lagging indicators of who you are becoming. So let's get started. The first thing I need you to do is look at the feedback that you've been giving yourself and all the feedback that you've been hearing from the world. Put it on a whiteboard, write it on post-it notes. I don't care where you put this, but write this stuff down. And I want you to do it in a positive way, just like I shared. From a feedback perspective, what should you continue to do that gave you joy and satisfaction and people told you that you were good at? Continue to do those things that you're passionate about, community service, speaking in front of people, volunteering. Continue to do those things if they give you joy and they don't stress you, they have purposeful output and they serve others. Continue to do those things. I want you to write down also those things that you know you need to start doing that if you want to get to a particular outcome, you better start doing those things in order to support you. They enhance your superpower. They enhance the things that you're joyful at. And I also want you to write down lastly, in terms of feedback, what you should you change. If you don't change these things, they're going to hold you back from achieving the outcomes you want to achieve. Heal things away from your life. Heal people away from your life. Anything that detracts from you feeling joy and passion and satisfaction every single day you show up. Next, what I want you to do is think about and visualize what outcome do you want to achieve. I talk about it in the CEO's Compass, peace of mind or true north. See it, feel it, paint a picture, sketch it, write words. What is that outcome? What Maybe there's a person that you perceive has a life that you want. Write that person's name down. It's good enough. You want to become that person. But it has to be that light, that beacon, that thing that you're striving for, that vision. Now, mind you, there's a business connection here. When you can articulate your vision about what the future looks like, not only yourself personally, but others in the future, when you can see it, you'll be able to speak it, you will feel it, and others will know it. So you must be able to see the outcome you want to achieve. Now, in support of that, I suggest next, create a theme for yourself this year that becomes that grounding principle for which maybe you're going to strive for or make key decisions. Again, I chose the theme of simplification this year because it's going to guide me along that outcome that I want to achieve. Now, next, we're going to get a little granular here. What are those personal development skills that you want to develop? Because focusing on self and building the skills 
closes performance gaps and ultimately what you want to achieve. Again, I will refer to the CEO's compass, my book. Performance is one of the compass points. Northeast is your performance. And performance is not the result of getting more sales or reading a certain number of books or what have you, but it is that closing those performance gaps that you need in order to achieve those outcomes. So perhaps it is a certification. Perhaps it is an MBA. Perhaps it is doing pro bono work in other areas in order to be seen or learn new skills. Perhaps it is a leadership role in your community. Think about personal development skills. Those are things that are going to get you so much farther than the rest of what I'm sharing with you. Next, strategic goals. We don't often teach our up-and-coming leaders the difference between strategic and tactical. Strategic are those things that set you up for the future, that are more encompassing, that move the needle far faster and long-term than just focusing on tactical. So some examples of some strategic goals that you could think about is networking. Now, meeting individual people is tactical, but the act of networking with a certain outcome that you want to achieve can help you get further. Now, I knew when I joined WFFC, Women in Flavor and Fragrance Commerce, it was my community, it was my people. And I went to my first networking event and I said, I want to get to know those people because I want to make an impact. I want to be able to collect three business cards before I leave the room. Well, I left the room and I was also asked to be on the board. And now I have the great pleasure of being the president of WFFC. And I am grateful for that. But those moves were very strategic that led to that outcome. So think about it. What strategically can you do there? What leadership roles can you take? What stretch projects? What relationships can you build in order to get a particular promotion that might be simply an outcome of the strategic work that you do along the way? Now, next, tactical. Usually, this is where you start. What are my tactical goals? And gosh darn it, when you don't get those, you feel hard on yourself. But I would suggest tactical goals still might be a little bit more about personal development. Some examples of tactical goals could be getting more efficient at time management, building your communication skills, potentially taking Fridays off. These are more tactical things because maybe if you have better time management, you're able to articulate your vision better. You might be able to do better at work and ultimately take Fridays off. I mean, I'm just putting that together in such a way. But those tactical things, building small skills or getting better at the work that you're doing, may enable and support strategic goals and ultimately the outcomes that you want to achieve. Now, we're going to speed it up a little bit because these are more than the how. I just talked to you about what, setting a theme, setting strategic, tactical, personal goals. But next is the how. You can set these on a piece of paper, but unless you have a roadmap, a roadmap is time bound. It sets the, these activities along a time frame because gosh darn it, you cannot do it all at once. But if you set a roadmap, what month, what quarter are you going to work on these things? There's a start and a stop. It becomes less overwhelming when you don't have to focus on everything at once. When you set it out over time, you give yourself some grace to be able to get the work done and see if it's actually realistic. And it gives you a little time in case things are thrown at you that you have to manage. And if you find you're off track, you have a little bit of time to catch up. 
So always create a timeline for the work that you want to do. But I also suggest that you have some accountability that when you get off course, have the time and the ability to get back on track. Do you have somebody that keeps you accountable? Is it yourself? Can you keep yourself accountable? But if not, the next thing is, do you have the courage to ask for help? It could be your partner. It could be somebody at work. It could be me. I can be an accountability partner to help you stay on track to achieve the outcomes you want to achieve. But with these last final thoughts, I want to share with you, we're all human. Be kind to yourself. Life is dynamic and it can throw curveballs at you. Either things that take you off track, maybe a sick family member that decommissions you for two or three weeks before you can get back on track. Be kind to yourself. Be kind to yourself. And also be open to new possibilities that get thrown at you. Maybe you are selected for a promotion far sooner than you thought. And that derails some of the things that you want to do, but be kind to yourself. That means that's the course or the direction you're supposed to go in. Maybe demote a few of the things and add a few more things, but at the end of the year, it doesn't matter. Did you achieve the outcome that you hope to achieve? Course corrections are good. Curveballs are okay. As long as you can stay on track and achieve the outcome and don't worry so much about the results. And the last thing I want to say, and I am still constantly learning this, is don't overbook yourself. Life should be simple. You really should have three overall goals. Potentially within each of those goals, you can have three minor goals such that you can see your progress, but don't overbook yourself. You need to be kind to yourself and have things that are possible to get done. And maybe, maybe you need a two-year time frame to get everything that you want done in order to build a strong vision for yourself. And when you can go through these, not only for yourself personally, but as you build the goals for yourself professionally, because your boss is going to be asking for goals this year based on it, don't just do goals based on achieving X, Y, and Z results, but also make sure you take care of yourself and include personal development skills because your boss might not be thinking about it. You are accountable to your career growth and you should be thinking about it and putting it forward. Now. I hope that was helpful. This framework that I have provided to you has helped my clients countless times. They have gotten promotions because they took the time for self-reflection, laying out this plan, and ultimately getting the promotions they want. It has worked. And I want all my listeners in the drop-in CEO community to feel inspired and in control of their careers. So what I ask of you is when we're finished, when you're finished listening to this episode, I want you to go through this entire process of looking at feedback on what you should do differently, the outcome, the theme, the strategic, personal, tactical goals that you need to achieve, and a roadmap. I want you to do that within the next week. Do that in the next week. And what you should start feeling is relief, peace of mind, because you have clarity. I want you to do this within the next week. And I know you're going to feel clarity and peace of mind. This one action could mean the difference between you, your current role, and the C-suite. It could be the catalyst for a raise. It could be the inspiration you need to get excited about your career again. So if you're finding yourself asking, I can't do this, Deb, I could never do this. I would ask yourself, why not? Often those words, why not, can open doors to what's really holding us back in our careers and our personal lives. 
And if you find yourself with more questions than answers, please reach out to me. One of the favorite things I love to do is work with you and have conversations with people in my community. Now, the easiest way is LinkedIn. LinkedIn is my sandbox, my playground. Please direct message me. It's really me on the other side. There's no bot. There's no admin. There are no gimmicks. It is me responding to you direct. I am reachable. Please reach out to me on LinkedIn. And also message me with your questions. I will come back to you with a short voice message via LinkedIn. It is a great feature on LinkedIn. I can leave you a voice message. Leave me your questions. I will come back with a voice message that will share my thoughts on how to get you back on track to have and lead this year with strong vision. I want you to come out of January feeling that you have set amazing goals based on an outcome and a strong vision for the future. So that has been another episode of the Drop-In CEO Podcast. I am so grateful you have joined us. Please take action for yourself. This is your time to achieve amazing results. And I simply want to wish you an amazing new year and success and be well. Thank you for listening to the Drop-In CEO Podcast. My new book, The CEO's Compass, will change the way you think about leadership, navigate rapid transformation, and elevate the leaders of tomorrow. If you're feeling off track, the CEO's Compass Assessment will guide you to peace of mind in days, not months. You can learn more about the CEO's Compass by visiting my website at dropinceo.com. Now go out and lead, inspire, and achieve your goals.